I've got one heck of a pubcast today, my friends. Mike Magsudi of Post Rocket, the first ever repeat guest on this show. Really kind of the inspiration behind the whole pubcast idea was the first guest. We had a beer then, wasn't even called a pubcast at the time. We'll talk a little bit about that. But the topics we're going to cover today, we're going to talk about the new timeline and what that means. Talk about scams and annoying Facebook activities. Uh, since he has the new news feed and I don't, we're going to talk about his first impressions and also how I think the new news feed could help pages that suck. Listen, listen more for that. And how the following feed could actually lead to a mass unliking. So that's something you should definitely uh, listen to. And how Mike actually thinks the big new photos, while they're great, uh, could lead to a drop in engagement. And he'll explain why. And two more things, graph search, the utility versus the creepiness of it, and the evolution of privacy. And finally, we've got, we're going to have to uh, finish the fight we started regarding reach and whether it really matters. All right, so enjoy. Hey, everybody, this is John from JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where I welcome yet another friend to the virtual bar. We sit and chat about social media because we're big nerds. Today, I welcome back to the show Mr. Mike Megsudi from Post Rocket. Happy to be a repeat offender on the podcast. That's right. You're the first repeat, I think, aren't you? I, I know you you listen to every episode, so you should know that. I actually do. Oh, do you? Well, you see, I, I shouted out the Blake Jameson one in my last uh, yeah. my last blog post, or one of my last blog posts. It was really good. Well, really, I mean, you set the tone for this for this whole uh, <laughs> thing. Because honestly, that, that's that's what happened. Because I, I don't remember how we decided that we were going to be drinking a beer, um, <laughs> but but we did. Because you were the you were the first one, right? You're, yeah, yeah I, I think, think I think you were the first guest that I had. And then um, when I published it um, and shared it on Facebook, one of the first comments, one of the first comments was, a pubcast, I love it. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, hopefully that guy never sues me for, for using pubcast. But... <laughs> yeah, I just, I just went downstairs and grabbed a beer out of the fridge and the guys were like, a beer already? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like noon right now and yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, can't break tradition here. Yeah. Gotta, gotta get one for the podcast. And so, t- tell a story. So, you just woke up and you haven't eaten today, and you're already drinking a beer. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm keeping it light with the Mick Ultra today. Superior nice. light beer, 95 calories. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm working on the Bud Light today. Uh, I'm out of the good stuff now, man. Just so you know. <laughs> How was it? It was good. It was good. <laughs> I actually had one last week. Um, what was this stuff called? It was like Unta? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah so some, yeah, Mike Mike sent me some beer one day. And uh, it was the Unta or something like that. And one of them was 7.3%. And that's what I was, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> drinking. But I had, um, I had David uh, Foster on last week and um, of, of Hubsy. And yeah. so I, I was drinking that one that was 7.3%. And he had this 9.5% like pint <laughs> pint of beer. Like I thought I was going to come on looking like the tough guy. He <laughs> comes in blazing with a 9.5% pint. I'm, I'm coming in weak with 4.2 today. Yeah, I hear you. So, uh, 
so yeah, you guys got a lot going on right now. You're just uh, moving offices, is that right? Yeah, we moved from the old office to the house for a month, uh, kind of in between, and now back to a new office, our first very own out of the community workspaces and uh, into our own for for our change. And that's close to Google. Yeah, Mountain View. It's uh, probably two three minutes away. Awesome. So, uh, just for anyone who doesn't know about Post Rocket, why don't you tell them all about what you guys are are doing? Yeah, so we're a uh, optimized posting tool for your Facebook page. It's uh, pretty much just like the uh, scheduler in Facebook, but a uh, a lot smarter. At least I hope. Yeah, it's a it's a nicer interface. Yeah, um, and there's I, actually there's actually a new uh, a new one coming out very soon. It's it's even nicer. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean the the, the thing for me and and why I've been using it and experimenting with it is that. Um, and I, I don't know your secret sauce or how much you can give up on it, but essentially what it is is you guys kind of look at our data, right, our page data to determine the best time to post. So when we schedule, you can pick a time to schedule, but otherwise you, you're like, you look at our settings and you say, okay, you want to publish four times a day. Uh, you should publish at these times. And it's, it constantly changes. It's fluid. But any insight you can provide on that? Yeah, so it's uh, it's a combination of your data and data of other pages uh, with people that are similar to your audience mm-hmm. uh, in terms of gender, uh, age, demographic, uh, location. Mm-hmm. So essentially what we're doing is like we're taking your page and saying, okay, you have a lot of 17 or whatever it is, 18 to 24-year-old females. Yes, I do. So. <laughs> So we'll uh, we'll find all the other pages that have uh, people in that same sort of uh, demographic and figure out when they're most likely to be online and post at time so you can try to hit all of your different audiences at their best time. Good stuff. All right, so uh, now we have to talk about this because uh, it's something I love to complain about, and I know you like to make fun of me about it. <laughs> but this is so ridiculous. Uh, the disapproval process with any of these new Facebook rollouts. All right, so we got, and I probably we probably talked about this the first, <laughs> last time we talked, right? That's how long it's been. I, yeah, I know. So graph search, uh, two months ago now, and I actually sent like a mean email to, to Facebook that obviously no one's gonna respond to, and they're like, screw this guy. But it's been two months now. I wonder who reads those. Who knows? I really do. But it's been or two. If anyone reads those, yeah. Two months ago, they announced Graph Search. Um, during the announcement, and I've told this story so many times, people are tired of hearing about it. During the <laughs> announcement, uh, the it leaks that you go here to request the beta. All right, it's like, oh, awesome. So I request the beta. It must have been thirty minutes into the announcement, and then I share it to my Facebook page, so then like everybody else could could do it too. Within hours, maybe a day. People who I shared it to is like, sweet, I got a graph search. You got it too, right, John? Like, no. And I was bitter then. I was bitter then. It's and then and then two weeks later, like, what the hell is going on? So I requested it under my wife's account. She's now had graph search for a month. And I still don't. So I guess it shouldn't be a surprise that I don't have the new news feed yet. And I don't have the new timeline. It's just so annoying. And you have graph search and you have the new newsfeed, right? 
Yeah, I do. And it's it's awesome not to rub oh, it in. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but what's 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 the, with the new timeline? What is it? The one column timeline? Yeah, I mean I, I think uh like the biggest thing there is the way they're collecting because and I read read I think it was TechCrunch that wrote an interesting article about it yesterday. And one of the, the weaknesses right now of graph search is that a lot of people's interests are outdated because it really comes down to yeah. uh, when they rolled out the last timeline or, or something like that, they actually, they asked you to fill out all this information and a lot of the stuff like, you know, musical interests and things like that haven't been updated in a long time. So I have my likes, my likes are from 2007, my yeah, music. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like all my stuff is like, <laughs> I, I'm watching shows and stuff that I haven't watched in forever. You know, like my favorite show I think was South Park and like, I don't know. but, um, and the same thing with music, but so so I guess what they're doing with the new timeline is one of the things is changing that navigation and, and asking you to, to update it and complete it. And I'm not really sure exactly how it works. I think inside Facebook had a really good walkthrough how it how it happens, but so that's going to be important for for graph search, and that, I think that's the the biggest thing in in terms of like featuring your your apps too. Um, they're helping make make that easier, but yeah, I mean otherwise just the the one column, it's no big deal. You know, I'd, yeah. like, I'd like to see it. It would be nice. <laughs> hey, one other thing. One other thing I wanted to ask you. I forgot. How do you feel about this sort of change that Facebook's making to really push pages uh, in terms of like getting more likes? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like everywhere I turn on mm -hmm. Facebook now, like anything I do, I'm getting some sort of prompt to like a page. Yeah. And some sometimes it's an ad and sometimes it's not. Sometimes right. it's just based on like an action that I do. Like if I like a page, they're showing me more pages. Right. What do you think about that? <clears throat> yeah, like that uh, Bonobos. Or, is that how you, how you pronounce it? How you yeah. Pronounce it? Uh, Bonobos. That, uh, yeah. yeah, how that was that interesting kind of or organic thing that looked like an ad but wasn't an ad that you showed me. Yeah, I mean, this appeals to the people who are worried about the wrong numbers. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Like yeah, I absolutely want more people who are yeah. relevant to like my page. Yeah. They and, want to do it on their own. Yeah. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, but but um, or be targeted. Yeah, be targeted. I mean, if I don't have to pay for it, that's great. Um it's it's going to like the easier it is, I think. I mean, it depends on again, it depends on Facebook's approach to it. If they're only going after people who are friends of fans, um, and they have specific interests and it makes sense, then that yeah. makes it all, makes my job a whole lot easier in terms of advertising. But if they're just targeting friends of fans generally, yeah. um, and I end up getting likes, more likes that way from people who really don't get from all, yeah, who don't from all my friends, <laughs> yeah, for people who don't care about my stuff, then it's just padding numbers and and then that's when you start looking at oh why did my percentage of engagement go down like that that might be why so and that's the thing yeah. that's the thing that people don't realize that's like when you get these more numbers like these like i call them like empty likes because they're worthless to you yeah they they end up hurting you more than they help you because when you do reach these people and they don't engage with you then Facebook sees that as like, okay, this post sucks, and they might not show it to somebody who actually cares because the engagement rate's like so much lower if you right. have too many of these people. It's true, but but now it's all it's all relative because everyone should be benefiting from this. Um, yeah. So everyone's rates should be 
dropping the same way. So it, I don't think that that's a big deal. I mean, the the problem, like what you're saying, is like when people buy likes or yeah. when they pay for ads that that aren't targeted, and they're like, and I I was guilty of this at the beginning because I was I was I just assumed that the people I was hitting, even though they're in some crazy countries, they must really <laughs> like some John Loomer digital, right? <laughs> So I was like, wow, and I can get this for three and a half cents a like? This is awesome. And then I got real with myself. and like, this is a freaking waste, even though it's only three, three and a half cents. They, they weren't people. You know, they, it was like where all the bots were or something. I was just targeting bots. I'm telling you, at some point, there's going to be a feature that Facebook comes out with where they'll, have, they'll give you the ability to pay to get those people to not like your page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. No, so I mean, I, it it is interesting. I mean, so so what are you thinking? I mean, what, why 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 why'd you ask? I I don't know. I mean, I think it's I think it's interesting. Uh, like for like me and you, like sometimes sometimes I take I like to like take my sort of like Facebook marketing hat off and like be like a twenty two year old kid and look at the thing, mm-hmm. and like. I, I think that a lot of people can see this as being a, a big turnoff in terms of Facebook. Yeah. Where it's just like, sometimes it seems like Facebook's too pushy. And I feel, I, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Cause like for me, it's like, Oh, like this is cool. Like this is a cool new feature. But like, then I think about like my college friends or my high school friends and they'll be like, I just like this thing. Like, why do I have to like all these other things too? Cause a lot of people still to this day don't accept the fact that like brands are are big on Facebook and they just want to see their friends, so it's I don't know, it's interesting. This is a completely uh, random tangent, but <laughs> you know what? I wish they like I I don't mind the organic surfacing of a friend likes this, maybe you'll like it too. Yeah. The thing that I wish Facebook would get rid of, and I don't understand why they can't do a better job of this, is the ridiculous sharing of photos within the text below it with some ridiculous claim that has not been researched has no link and then everyone it's like coming from morgan freeman or something i'm so tired of this garbage oh my god like people are so gullible and then like the like the thing with the apple stuff that was going on last week did you see that no i didn't so people created fake Facebook pages for Apple. And I think there was, was one for uh, like PS4 or something like that. And they're like, yo, we need, we got these, all these iPads sitting around. We need to get rid of. So you, you like our page and share, and we're going to randomly give it out to a thousand people or something like that. And first of all, it sounds, first of all, it sounds ridiculous. Second of all, there are grammatical errors in, in the post. Third, you go to the page, and the, and the page was just created two days ago, and they got like forty thousand likes. Like, I, I, and I have friends who are smart people who are sharing this. It's like, yeah, and, and, did you see oh, Dennis? Dennis, you shared a, a scam page the other day. For, it was a fake Beats by Dre page. I did it was see very that. Good. I did it was see this, that. It was the same exact page as as Beats by Dre. They like made the whole thing the same. Oh. <laughs> the only difference is they only had a hundred thousand likes. Yeah, so it just it depends. It depends. What do you think? How many likes do you think Beats by Dre would have? But it's not just I the knew, number of likes. It's like when, when was the page created? I mean, yeah, it was I, created. It was created this year. 
Uh, it's just, but it just drives me it crazy. Is. And like that, that the response, whether it's that kind of stuff or whether it's a hoax or it's somebody spreading some political garbage, like no one ever does the research. They're like, better be safe than sorry. I better share this to protect my friends or to get my free stuff. Kind of, it's one or the other. It's like either there's, it's the fear. There's always some strange motivation. Either it's the fear or it furthers their agenda, like political agenda. Like it's awful, awful stuff people will share if it, if it uh, supports the things that they think or bashes the other side. Yeah. And, and then uh, getting free stuff. Like those three things completely <laughs> brainwash. Like they don't even, there's no reason whatsoever that enters their mind. They're like, I'm sharing this crap. And <laughs> that I wish Facebook could get rid of. It's, it's it, that, yeah. I mean, you talk about um, Facebook being pushy and the ads and stuff maybe ruining Facebook. But to me, it's those kinds of things that ruin Facebook, and I, I can't stand it. Yeah, I mean, the worst stuff is when there are scams like that, and they're apps, and you give face, you give them like access to all your information. Yeah, because people do that too. Oh yeah, like that Southwest Airlines thing. Exactly. Oh god. I, like, I'm to the point now. Like I don't. Like I used to comment on every single one of those things my friends shared. I'm like, dude, it's a it's a scam. Go to this link, please, and and please delete this. So, but I'm, I'm I don't even bother anymore. Just too many of them happening to do that. You spend all day. <laughs> I guess. I guess. So anyway, that that was a crazy tangent. But um, so tell tell those of us who are not so privileged about what you think uh, about the new newsfeed. I think the new newsfeed is amazing, personally. I I can't even explain how much of a big fan I am of this from both from both a user's perspective and a, like a marketing perspective. I really hate you it's, by the way. <laughs> it's just it's everything is so much bigger and more beautiful. Uh, I mean the feeds are great, uh, and the thing is too like the feeds the feeds will help will help uh, pages and stuff too if. It, it, I mean, it all goes back to the, the the people that complain about Ed Rank and say, "Hey, Facebook, my my fans want to see this, but you won't let them." Mm-hmm. Well, now Facebook's going to let them, and we're going to see how much they actually care about you. Yeah, that's a, it, that's exactly my point. Uh, I wrote about it this this week, I think, or last week. This is this is Facebook calling our bluff. It's this is putting guys, guys like um, um, exactly. Mark Cuban. Saying, "Hey, you, you said you said people were mad and they wanted to see your stuff. Well, let's see. And and my my feeling is what's going to happen. And let's see what you think. Is that and we can debate whether this matters. But my feeling is that people aren't going to use that following feed. It's uh, it's going to be one of the least used feeds. And I think that and even if they do." You are buried in a sea of bad content from other from other uh, pages because Ed Drink does not apply to that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they you go because I don't have it, so I can't look. But when you go to the following feed, you see everything from things pages uh, of people you follow. Let me go to it now. I'm pretty sure it's absolutely everything reverse con- chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. Three minutes ago, five minutes ago, nine minutes ago, yeah, nine minutes. Yeah. 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 yeah so. 
so first of all, I don't think anyone's going to use it. But even if they do, if you write good content, I think it I think it hurts people who provide good content uh, more than the people who don't. Because I think the people who don't, suddenly they're going to be seen possibly more than they used to be because Edrink harmed them before. But the people who are using the following feed will actually see those people who suck, if that makes any sense. No, yeah, totally. I mean, I think the, I think the interesting thing here where it, it could possibly benefit is like the good pages because yeah. I want to use the following feed as like a super user – like I want to use the following feed, so I've been using it. Uh, but as a result, I've been using it to clean out a lot of my likes, yeah. so I can so I can just have what I really like. I can totally see that. Yeah. So so I can see. I I mean, if people get to the following feed where where it's totally unfiltered, they're going to see a lot of pages that they haven't seen before. I just look at. I I'm on it right now. Something just came up from. A stupid page that I don't like, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna unlike it right now. Now, I assume when if you were to just say hide from my news feed, that applies to these other feeds too, right? Yeah, but I don't even do that. I just unlike. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I was just curious. I was just curious. Yeah, I, I would assume so. But actually, now it's just it's just hide. It's just that one post. Yeah. No oh no 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 no! You can still um, if you hover over their name though, can't you? Or I guess they did. They might have changed that yeah. from the new newsfeed, right? No, no, yeah, I, I, I could do like don't show a newsfeed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that's an interesting point I never thought about, and absolutely true. If people do use that, or for those who, because some will use following, that will yeah. be an invitation to hey, look at this garbage. That, Clean up. Yeah, yeah. I don't, don't want to see that. I, and I, and I, if you want to use following. You, and you don't want to see some of that garbage in there. You're going to want to clean it up, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting here. There could be uh, – I mean, obviously, it's not it's not rolled out. Like, I don't know anybody – I don't know many other people that have it. Uh, but as it rolls out, I can definitely see a lot of people unliking things. Yeah. Because- it, se- it seems like a constant battle then, right? Because on one hand, we talked about how Facebook is getting more pushy with organic posts saying, hey, you should like this. And yeah. then on the other hand, get, making, it, <laughs> making it easier or serve, uh, making it more obvious about what you follow that maybe you don't want to and unliking yeah. stuff. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the thing is, if you just like, just think about it like logically, there, people have been on Facebook for like five, six, seven years now. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things that I liked when I was in high school that I don't like now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's just it's it's a natural progression that's something that facebook needs to do a better job of is getting somehow finding a way to get people to sort of update that stuff because it's just like the vast majority of the likes that i have now like don't reflect who i am like i have 342 pages that i like it says it on the side right now yeah and i think that's kind of what they're doing with the the new timeline at least getting you to update at least your interests I think uh, the battle they have there is that they don't they, for for brand brands are gonna be mad if they make it easier to to remind people hey you like this maybe you shouldn't <laughs> yeah um, brands but, but brands but brand should be happy if yes. people that don't like them get yes, rid of them. yes yes you are correct but uh, the typical but they brand won't be. but yeah, they won't the typical be. brand be mad <laughs> they care about number of likes um. 
Yeah, that's interesting. So, so anything else from like a brand's perspective? What do you think uh, in terms of newsfeed? I mean, I I would really expect all like every sort of engagement or click or anything like that. I expect all those rates to go up. Right. Um, the only thing that's that's interesting to me that I think will be different is that could hurt pages is. I think photo views are going to tank because photos are, are big enough. Yeah. Before you, you could, there's a good reason before for yeah. you to click a photo and see a larger view. Right. Now, when you click a photo, the, in the photo, when you see the photo view, it's pretty much the same exact size. Well, what's, what's the event? Is there any, is there any other information you see when you click on a photo now that you couldn't see before clicking on it? Besides, besides uh, I mean, it being bigger. I mean, you'll see the you'll see the comments and stuff on the side, like the last few comments that happened. But the, um, but the comments still appear below, right? No, it just it just says like they that they have comments. Can you like? Ex- it's, like yes, I, I can't even like, remember right? what it looks like right now. Can you expand that without actually opening the photo? Um, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Now that I think about it. No, yeah, I can't unless I unless I click on the photo, I can't see any comments. Um, and then there's there's an interesting thing here where I think that I, I don't know what the what the exact tipping point is, but with the new newsfeed now, when you when you post a photo, if you don't have that much text, they overlay the text on top of the photo. Right. But if you but if you have a lot of text, it's just like normal where there's like the text above the photo. Huh. Um, that makes sense. I, I mean, it makes sense that because otherwise yeah. you could write a big old paragraph that goes over the entire photo and look ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not sure what the tipping point is though. But yeah. I, I actually I should look into that more. And I think I've asked you this, but to confirm, um, if it's an overlay on the photo and you do a link, is is it clickable? Yeah. A clickable link yes. before, before actually clicking on the photo? Yes, it is. Okay, that's interesting. Which is which is good. So like, if you just have something something quick, easy uh, to say, and you got a link with it, then you could just toss it right on over. Right. But then again, there's, you could also think of it as a hey, like maybe that hides the link. Maybe people like can't see it as well. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of data we have to crunch on. You know the impact yeah. because, like you said, and it's going to be like you know what's the meaningful data because, like you said, that the engagement could go down but the people who are actually looking at it could be going up but you don't measure yeah. that <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing i mean i think the the photo views thing is going to be interesting because honestly i don't click on any photos anymore huh. uh and i i used to be a huge photo clicker yeah uh so <clears throat> so it, it'll it'll be uh it'll be an interesting sort of thing to measure to see but the tough thing is you don't really know when it's going to be rolled out on a on a large sort yeah. of scale, so it's going to be tough to tough to measure. You sure can't measure it yet if I don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's for sure. Um, and you, so are you still using Graph Search? Um, I've been busy, so not as much lately. But I actually, yeah, sometimes I use it. I've actually like I was talking to like an old friend uh, a couple days ago, and I was just using Graph. I like. Like they asked me about something like who is that person, <laughs> like 
like that that kid from high school was dating and That's i was awesome. like uh and i was like i just typed in i was like friends of my friends names or whatever the name was i forget i think it was like ashley huh. and, and i and i found it so like it was actually like really useful like wow. in that case that where cool. like but before if that ever happened if i couldn't think of that person's name there's no way i could have no, found it no do you way. know what i mean yeah I mean, <laughs> you'd have to go to that person's profile and then click on their exactly. friends and all that exactly. Stuff. So now, so now I'm like, but like when I when I use it for something like that, I'm I'm pretty creeped out at myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm like this is like this is pretty creepy. You know, that's not uh, so creepy. What well, would be creepy if you could say? people that fred dated in high school <laughs> and it would come up that would be creepy but like I, I was doing this thing one day where i was like i think i was with i don't know i was with somebody and i was like let's try to think of like the creepiest like graph searches that you can do and like yeah. like you can do like friends of my friends who are single like yeah. like like photos of like i don't know it's just it can definitely get creepy yeah i mean it, it depends on uh what creeps you out? Because some people, I think, are going to be using Facebook more and more for dating, and and yeah. some people, I mean, because you can control whether you're sing, whether it's public or not, or who yep. sees whether or not you're single or married or whatever. And I think people will probably be more conscious of that going forward, because they're going to start getting some of these requests. Hey, I saw you're single. <laughs> saw your profile. Looking pretty hot. You know. So yeah, that's that's the thing with all the new features <clears throat> and the to push Zuckerberg's rule. Everyone's going to be sharing twice as much this year as they did the previous year. And they'll do four times as much in the following year. I mean, it's really, it's a reminder to the people that, that do care about privacy to, to really like get their stuff together and figure out what they want to share and what they can't share. Yeah. I, I do think um, what people care about in terms of privacy, it, people, people are loud, but I think, uh, it's it's a smaller and smaller minority every year yeah. in terms of you know what creeps and freaks people out, um, and, and I don't even remember what Beacon was, but isn't wasn't Beacon pretty much what they're doing now with? Um, uh, yeah, I yeah, I Beacon was Beacon was I think it was before me at least before I really uh, before you were born, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was um okay, so let me, I just looked it up quick. Uh it sent data from external websites to Facebook for the purpose of allowing targeted advertisements. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it is <laughs> So so that, that that's funny because I read I read a it's like a paragraph because I, I can't read that much but I read a lot a lot of the little things throughout the day. Who somebody basically said the same thing where um, how that's evolving and Beacon, people freaked out about it, but Facebook's essentially doing the exact same thing now. It's just uh, ahead of its time. Yeah, it was just ahead of its time, exactly. Then people consider Beacon a failure, which in reality, it was just ahead of its time. Yeah. There's a lot of things, like there's so many things that where that happens and like something that somebody makes is just ahead of its time. Yeah. And it just doesn't catch on because yeah. of that. Right. So... I want to talk about something else because I know we we had some disagreement, and since you're wrong, I want to make sure we talk about it as much as possible. <laughs> uh, and so that was about you know how when Facebook made the update to 
and they announced that they, there was a bug in, in reach reporting. And I wrote a post and like, who cares? It's reach, it, reach doesn't matter anyway. If you, if your marketing is driven by reach, you're doing it wrong. And, uh, then I had you, you know, you shared it and then you disagreed with it. And then, uh, Emmerich from, uh, Gora Pulse wrote, wrote a guest post for me and disagreed with it. Um, that actually led to another thing, because um, I don't want to get in that whole discussion yet. But for me, and one of the reasons why I ignore reach is because I feel like there's such better metrics to look at. Right? And, and one of those is one yeah. I just wrote about, which is consumer and consumption. And <laughs> what's funny is I had to research the heck out of this one to even figure out what consumer and consumption really were. Like It's something I've been following, but the true definition of it is so confusing because it's almost identical to engaged user. Um, but the, but the thing is that Facebook, which is funny because we only we always talk about engagement, but Facebook doesn't break down what engagement means within the exports. They just have it within that that main uh, key metrics. They don't have a have it broken down for that. But with the consumptions, it's almost like they put more emphasis on consumptions because they broke it break it down into link clicks, photo clicks other clicks, video views. and uh, But the, long story short, shorter, uh, they're essentially the same. They're, both of them, engaged user and consumer, includes any clicks that either did or didn't result in a story. So a story would be like liking, commenting, sharing. The only difference is that an engaged user includes stories that were generated that were not as a result of a click. What that means, I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, so my point of this whole thing is that the consumption, the consumer, that's the number of people you know saw your stuff. Uh, they, they may be active participants by liking, commenting, sharing. They could be passive by clicking anything um, Facebook tracks it. So my point of the whole thing is you should be looking at something like that and comparing it to total number of fans instead of reach to get a true sense of the the actual uh, closest number, at least, of people who actually saw and kind of were somewhat interested in your content. No, yeah, I, not, I agree. Not, not defend your horrible argument. Go no, ahead. I agree. I mean, I think that the I think that the engaged users uh, and consumers, consumptions, all these things, even though they're kind of the same, kind of different, whatever they are, Facebook's trying to confuse us. Um, I think that 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 is far and away the most important thing. Um, where I disagree is that I, I think that reaches the number that you need to compare those numbers to, uh, because you can compare them to fan count, but what if, what if one, the reach of one post is twice the reach of another post? Yeah. Well, what, what, what if, uh, Facebook completely screwed up the metric and <laughs> cause <laughs> reach hey, is hey, so no, fuzzy. No. Now, now, one one thing that I think is really interesting uh, about this this um, this bug is that a lot of people talked about it, but nobody really explained what it meant, what the bug was, what was wrong. Yeah. Um, besides, Josh Constantine at TechCrunch kind of did, but the interesting thing is like, if you if you read what they said and you try to understand it from a, like a technical perspective, um, what it meant. Like what the bug was is that when they're doing these uh, updates to the mobile apps. Right. So first of all, that's that's number one. The the bug that happened with Reach only involved mobile apps. 
your reach on desktop was fine and has been tracked fine forever. But the reach on mobile is what was what was messed up. Mobile, the Facebook mobile has been slow forever. So when they tried to strip out, clean up some of the code to to make it better, they took out too much. So they took out the stuff that was tracking right. um, all the like all the data um, for reach. So basically, the, what what the what the implications of the bug were were that anybody who updated their Facebook app. Jenny, like on your iPhone, like you can always like update like the new version. They have like a new one like every week. Anyone who updated to the new version were not being tracked for reach. Mm. Everything on desktop was fine. Anybody who didn't update to the newer app was fine. But it was just they got rid of the code that tracked that. So anybody who updated that was not reached. Right. So essentially any increase in reach that you're seeing is all mobile. Like that's basically I, I don't know like what percentage of people actually update all their apps all the time. I don't. Sometimes I do. I don't really use Facebook on my phone that much. Um, but basically anybody who updates a lot, all those people were the people that weren't being tracked. So yeah. it's it's interesting. Yeah. So any like like really all the uptick is like, hey, that's mobile, that's mobile. Like have you seen an uptick in your reach? Yeah. Yeah. And really, my, my biggest issue with um, anyone who freaked out about it was that anyone who's paid any attention in the last six months or so knew something was screwy. Like, yeah. it, whether or not there was a bug or it was just not dependable. I mean, yeah. I was following this since August 28th in terms of the viral reach that yeah, it just we, didn't we, make we, any sense. Yeah, we talked about that. That's That, that stuff was crazy where, like, you could you could see posts that had like 10 20 30 40 shares and they would virally reach five people yes like. it's ridiculous <laughs> and there were really only two explanations for that one of them was it's a bug and the other one is that facebook's not showing it to anybody which i just yeah. didn't think was true because my engagement was the same and since engagement yeah. was the same the bug the fact that there was a bug was very likely and I don't yeah know. i mean I, I know not everybody looks at the data the way we do but you should, people should be looking. <laughs> I mean, it's, quite frankly, reach shouldn't be what you you should be looking at, regardless of whether or not there's a bug. In my opinion, the main and I think you you agree with this. The most important yeah. thing is how many people are clicking on your stuff because, and that's what I want people to look at. Is <clears throat> like, yeah. And this this was kind of the basis of my argument is looking looking through my data and like, look, yes, my reach dropped. But look look at what else I saw. My engagement was constantly going up through that same period of time. So that means, yeah. one again, one of two things. Either that means Facebook said, okay, yeah, we're going to show it to fewer people, but we're going to show it to a more uh, relevant audience, which is actually kind of what they, they initially said they were doing. So I was yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. They're showing to either it's a bug or they're showing it to a more relevant audience, which means fewer people, but more people are engaging. So that's cool. Um, yeah. So it's either a bug or, or that. Uh, but what people did is they did not even pay attention to how many, how how yeah. much engagement they're getting. And some of this stuff is much easier to track. Like you can, you don't have to look into your exports. You can actually look at how many people are liking, commenting, and sharing, yeah. and say, has that changed? But no one does that. They look at this stupid metric that I feel like yeah. half the time I wish Facebook would just bury that in in the insights, and then everyone would be happy. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. That's the problem is that that's sort of 
the first thing that people look to and that's partially like people that just don't really know what to focus on and partially you can almost blame facebook for putting it out there so openly yeah i mean it it makes sense why they do it yeah yeah they're just being transparent and like it's awesome but i mean that's the thing the 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 thing i agree with you on reach is the problem is that that's what people look at first they say they look at their page they they post something they go back to their page they see right there okay i have 10,000 likes they scroll down to the post and say okay i posted this 30 minutes ago and this only reached 500 people what's going on like why why am i only reaching this many people right it's just, it's interesting yeah so in other words you, you agree with me and you were wrong so i'm just i'm glad we got that all squared <laughs> away to be clear you're you're wrong I don't see how that's possible. <laughs> so where where can people find you? So where where on the web for Post Rocket, Twitter, yeah, so, Facebook? So getpostrocket.com, facebook.com slash postrocket, Twitter at postrocket. Um yeah, that's that's and then the blog, blog.getpostrocket.com. I swear we're we're pretty good. We we write some good stuff. You do. It's one of my, one of my favorite blogs out there. You do awesome stuff, even when you don't put me in the top ten. Uh, I love, <laughs> I, actually, I think you, you do it all the time. Yeah, so. I think I think you've been in every week. <laughs> so I appreciate that. No, thank, thanks for stopping by again and enjoying a beer, my friend. No problem at all. Thank you. How great was that, huh? Thanks again to Mike Meg Sudi of Post Rocket for being my guest today. Make sure you check out Post Rocket at getpostrocket.com. Great tool I've been experimenting with. Now, if you've made it this far, you've obviously enjoyed the podcast. So make sure that you rate and review and subscribe, especially on iTunes. That's how other people will find me. All right. So until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.